Series. I'm your host, Matt Higgs, the FF Educator, joined as always by John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar. It is time to break down Marvin Harrison Jr. So much hype. Whether you casually watch college football, whether you are a deep dive sicko level like John and myself, you know the name Marvin Harrison Jr. So, John, what we're going to do in this rookie profile. We're going to break down whether the hype is real. That's the question we're going to answer here. As always, we're going to go through the tape. We're going to go through the stats, and then we're going to finish with the fantasy football projection. If you enjoy the video, uh, do us a favor. Give it a like. Drop a comment. Tell us your thoughts about Marvin Harrison Jr. Or just ask any question about you know your rookie drafts or the 2024 rookie draft class. Uh, and if you are listening, we appreciate you as well. We always love our podcast listeners, so we'll give a special shout-out, even though you can't comment on the video. John, let's go ahead. Let's get into it. Give us the background, the overview. What do we need to know about Marvin Harrison Jr., the wide receiver out of Ohio State? Well, the hype out of Ohio State has been real at the wide receiver position for over 40 years. I've seen Chris Carter, Terry Glenn, Joey Galloway, David Boston, Santonio Holmes, and then we've had Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. And now the machine is rolling for Marvin Harrison Jr., Matt. They've just had historically so much talent, and Harrison deserves to be on the pantheon of great Buckeyes. What's amazing is looking back, my thoughts process about him over the last three years. When I started doing Debbie rankings, I mean like five years ago, but three years on his class coming out of high school, I saw his name. I'm like, no, I'm not that old, am I? I'm like, it can't be Marvin Harrison's son. I watched Marvin Harrison at Syracuse, Matt. That's how long I've known the Harrison family as prospects. And sure enough, it was. What surprised me, he was only a four-star prospect. That's why he wasn't getting all the hype of some of the other players in that class. But man, this is one of the great players of all time. He has earned unanimous All-American honors in the past two seasons. The only receiver in Ohio State history who has done that. I mean, look at those great names I just had. He was named the Blitnikoff Award winner last year, Matt. He logged back-to-back 1,200-yard campaigns with 28 touchdowns on 144 receptions. I mean, the efficiency is off the charts. In 2023, we learned he was an uber athlete. Bruce Feldman put him on his freaks list at number two. And he was so good last year. He was the Heisman Trophy finalist. He was the Big Ten Graham George Offensive Player of the Year the Big Ten Richter Howard Ride Receiver of the Year. Everything you could want a receiver to earn, he got it. In 2022, he was named Big Ten Richter Howard Wide Receiver again. This time he was only a finalist for the Blitnikoff Award. And he was the OSU Scholar Athlete and Academic All-Big Ten. In 2021, 
He was the scholar athlete again for the Buckeyes. And in the Rose Bowl, he had a record time, three touchdown receptions. That's when I first really was like, oh, the high school reports did not really equal how good he was. Now, he's also grown and gotten exceptional coaching, and that matters. Harrison finished his tenure sixth in receptions and yards and third in touchdowns all time for the Buckeyes. He tied the school mark with 800-yard receiving games last year, and he set a career record with 1,500-yard receiving games at Ohio State. I talked about him. He was the number one play, number 91 player in the nation as a four-star prospect. Matt, he has grown. He's incredible. He's at the top of my rankings. I should say near the top of my rankings. Matt, what do you think about uh, Marvin Harrison? Yeah, I got to tell you, John, there's some players that are just an absolute joy when you get into the tape and you break it down. And Marvin Harrison Jr. is just one of those guys because it seems like there's no ball that he can't catch. And that's going to start with his athleticism and it ties into his pass catching ability, John, and his pass and his contested catch ability. Thinking about his athleticism here, he's a fluid athlete. He moves around the entire field with ease. In, but for me, it's really that game-changing vertical ability. You mentioned him being on the freaks list. It was that vertical ability okay. that got him on the freaks list. There is no ball that he can't catch, and, and that's not a hyperbole. That sounds like a really grandiose statement, but it's true. He's got a shot to catch every single ball thrown in his direction. You've got 6'3", plus that vertical athleticism. It's really quite impressive. Like We're going to love the combine results from Marvin Harrison Jr. But then on top of that, he has excellent ball tracking ability. He reacts to the ball very well in midair. He's got sticky hands. He's going to pull in everything, and it's you know, it's that combination of hands and athleticism. In terms of contested catchability, he positions his body very well. So he's not just relying on the vertical, but he's also making sure that he beats defenders to position. He understands how to use that large frame, which is not something we always see, believe it or not, from our, our larger, taller wide receivers. And he just absolutely dominates at the catch point. He doesn't wait for the ball to get to him. He's aggressive. He goes after it. He snags it. You pair that with some nice route running. I think he's got sharp footwork. There does seem to be a little bit of a disagreement in terms of, of his route running ability, but I like his ability in the deep field. You know, he runs clean corners. He wins on posts. I like his deep out a lot, and he's also effective working underneath. He, he, you know, Ohio State schemed him up well on the drag route. So, you know, he can work at all three levels of the field, whether it's the drag underneath, the deep out in the midfield, or corners and posts downfield. Of course, anything thrown vertical along the boundary is absolutely in play with Marvin Harrison Jr. as well. And then for his size, there's a little bit of yak potential here. Elusive in space. I mean, he's scrappy. He doesn't settle for just a nice highlight real catch. He's trying to get some yards after that. Running in a straight line, I like his acceleration. I like that straight line speed. And he closes space quickly. That ties into that fluidity I mentioned. He could really be all around the field on a single play. So there's, there's not a noticeable gap in Marvin Harrison Jr.'s game. You don't want to call everybody a guarantee, or you don't want to call anybody a guaranteed prospect, but this is about as high of a floor as we can imagine for a prospect. This is never a can't miss, John, but this is about as close as we can get. And there actually is one can't miss 
It's the resources, John. The resources available at patreon.com slash rookie big board. We have the most in-depth rookie rankings out there. We have personalized advice via the Discord. And you also can, can dig into the full scouting reports that I'm pulling these tape notes from. Head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board. You can get in on it now. The annual subscription is 15% off. This is the perfect time of the year to get ahead of your league mates and get into the rookie big board community. That's the tape breakdown, John. How about the stats breakdown? Well, Matt, I agree with you. There is no can't miss. But when I'm watching Marvin Harrison over the past two years, this is not a stylistic comp like you mentioned, but through my head I was thinking Julio Jones and A.J. Green. When I saw those players in college, you just knew that they were going to be stars in the NFL. And when I watch Marvin Harrison, I have the same thought process. Stylistically different. They win in different ways. But you can just see that there is a success that is going to happen for him. Then I plugged in the numbers in my model. 155 career receptions. Love that in three seasons. 16.9 yards per catch. You mentioned he's not gaining a ton of yak yards in comparison to others he gets yak yardage but that's incredible 16.9 where sometimes you see players with such a large percentage of yak additional yards on catch percent 57 i like that team dominator with all of the talent he's still at a 36 percent team dominator that's incredible and receiving yards per team pass attempt, 3.22. Oh, my God, that's great. And his ADOP by PFF is 13.1. My model loves him. My film study loves him. Matt, the last step, what should fantasy footballers know? Yeah, so let's put it all together. I mentioned off the top of the episode, right? Is the hype justified? So let's get into the fantasy football projection, starting with the NFL draft capital. It seems nearly locked, John. You know, my my early range is 1 to 10, top 10 overall draft pick. For me, draft capital-wise, it doesn't matter if you're pick number one or pick number 10. It's a high level of investment made by an NFL franchise. I think we're probably going to hear his name called in the top four, top five, right? It's going to be pretty early. He should be the first wide receiver, the first non-quarterback skill position player called. There's a lot of hype in NFL draft circles about Marvin Harrison Jr. And then how's that going to translate to a super flex rookie draft ADP? Locked and loaded, John, into a top four rookie. I would say that there is going to be less than 1% of Superflex rookie drafts this year where Marvin Harrison Jr. doesn't go in the first four selections. Oh, yeah. You know, obviously, we got the top three quarterbacks there with Drake May, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels. And so it's always going to be, you know, a, a smart strategy play to invest in that quarterback. But if you took Marvin Harrison Jr. over all three, I wouldn't blame you. You look at wide receiver hit rates versus quarterback hit rates, right? Of course, this landing spot's going to factor into it. You know, hopefully we miss on the Patriots from Marvin Harrison Jr. But if you get a nice landing spot. Oh, my God, no Patriots. (laughs) If you get a nice landing, it's justified. I I think you'll see him go off the board first overall, even in some super flex drafts. If not second overall, he's currently sitting second overall on the rookie big board, which is super flex ranking. So, I'm here for it. And I've got him in my franchise cornerstone tier, John. That's not one you hear me mention a lot on this on this show. It's the second highest one. 
I think he's going to be a top 12 dynasty wide receiver from day one. From the moment he gets drafted, John, he will be a top 12 dynasty wide receiver. That value is only going to increase. It would not be surprised if he puts up wide receiver one overall weeks uh, in his rookie season. I think he'll finish his rookie season as a consensus top six wide receiver at least. So there is a lot of expectation on my end for Marvin Harrison Jr. Not only to be successful in the NFL, but to be successful quickly and to contribute to your fantasy football rosters quickly. So I'm going to have, you know, I I have him in my 25 to 50 percent exposure range just because, you know, if you're drafted in the top four, you got to get a little bit of that quarterback exposure, too. Right. But I'm going to have a pretty healthy exposure to Marvin Harrison Jr. where I can. And then in terms of the value comp, I struggled with this one. It was between Jamar Chase and A.J. Brown. Jamar Chase, you know, uh, people feel differently about him. Some people still have him as a top three wide receiver. So I did go with A.J. Brown, who I think most people see as that wide receiver five, six, seven in terms of dynasty rankings right now. And I think that's where Marvin Harrison Jr. comes into play. You know, I'm doing my underdog drafts, John, already, believe it or not, for the 2024 season. And I'm drafting Marvin Harrison Jr., you know, early in the second round. So that's seasonal, right? Um, and I'm doing dynasty mock drafts, and I'm seeing him go in the back end of the first round in Superflex. So I think, you know, about where A.J. Brown and, and Jamar Chase will go off the board in a Superflex, you know, dynasty startup. I think that's where Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to go off the board. So there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of expectation. But I think he's going to live up to it, John, just like the rookie big board always lives up to the expectations over at patreon.com slash rookie big board. Get in on the rankings. Get in on the Discord. And, you know, just get in there. Chop it up with me and John on the daily. It's going to make your offseason experience that much better. And it's going to help you get way ahead of your league mates over at patreon.com slash rookie big board. As always, we appreciate you checking out this rookie profile.